0: Welcome back to episode 108, the Draft FC podcast. Welcome back to the Draft FC podcast, podcast dedicated to all things Draft FPL. My name is Mitch and I'm your host for another Game Week preview, going over waiver options, hidden gems and general Premier League chat ahead of Game Week 21. Now before I get into the usual, I want to highlight again this week that for those who are yet to check out draftfc.co.uk, New customers can take advantage of our January sale with a one month free trial which will give you unrestricted access to our dashboards which you've no doubt heard me mention on the podcast. In the global dashboard you'll also be able to check out your global rank which shows how your league is performing versus the rest of the world which is well worth the peek if you don't sign up for any other reason apart from that. So game week 20 is still in action with Palace and United um, playing pretty much as I'm working on this and City and Spurs kicking off tomorrow evening the biggest result of the weekend was probably Arsenal's comfortable 2-0 win away at Spurs followed closely by Brighton comfortably dispatching Liverpool 3-0 big result at the bottom of the table for Southampton as uh, they won away at Everton and now somehow um, Lampard continues to cling to his job United came out on top against City in the Manchester derby to give them a sniff at a title race and in the top four race Newcastle batted well to beat Fulham and Chelsea likewise the same against Palace. So I'm recording this episode on Wednesday the 18th of January so any team news, injury developments or press conference information are up to date as of then and of course subject to change. Some of the players I'll be discussing in this episode include Mikhailo Mudrik, Jao Felix, Voot Weghorst and many more so let's get into it. <laughs> Let's start with a quick waiver watch, looking at the key ins and outs from last waiver window. The main players that you were adding were Luke Shaw, Casemiro, Mbumo, Doherty, Mitoma and March. So pretty well played to most of you out there. And the players making way were Pulisic, Dekeldeva Reed, Abamiang, Dewsbury Hall and Iwobi. So clearing out many of the injured players. I'm going to go straight into the main picks this week because there are a number of new uh, signings and new additions who we need to talk about. So Mikhailo Mudrik, one of Chelsea's many signings um, they have made as if they're playing a video game, 22-year-old Ukrainian, who I'd honestly never heard of prior to this transfer window. He's made 44 appearances for Shakhtar Donetsk, scoring 12, assisting 17. um, And this season has seven goals and six assists from 12 appearances. The fee is around 62 million pounds, and uh, around another 30 million in add-ons, which is absolutely mad. Um, similar to Felix, who I'll come on to later, the relative fee does bring with it a certain degree of pressure to include him quickly in the team. And with the results going the way they have been, there isn't really any reason not to. Chelsea should be fine now through just sheer weight of options available to uh, to Graham Potter, but they still fundamentally lack somebody that can stick the ball in the back of the net you know, 15 to 20 times a season, though there is still nearly two weeks to go in the transfer window. So who knows who will end up joining them? Another mid is Orsic for Southampton. Good numbers for Dinamo Zagreb. He's played over 200 games for them, 91 goals and 40 assists. But the step up here and the context of Southampton season is big pressure. Um, He was on the bench in their win at Everton, but kept back in favour of locking down the result with some of their more tried and tested players. I think he will begin to start games on the left in their quest to reach the uh, anointed 40 points. For larger leagues, I think he's worth picking up, but for most others, he's probably just one to watch and wait. Another player that joined him at Southampton is Alcaraz. He got his first appearance off the bench in that win against Everton. Not one I'm considering for FPL, not least because of the way Southampton have played this season, but he's a central midfielder with a very modest uh, goal-scoring record up to now. Away from the new midfielders, I'm going to talk about Emi Buendia for Aston Villa. A nailed starter now, which was difficult to say about any of the Villa players prior to Emery coming in. Two goals in the last three games. Southampton are next up. Then Leicester, well worth considering grabbing for a couple of weeks at least if he's available for you. At Brighton, we have Solly March, an ever present for the Brighton team this season, and has four goals and two assists in his last four games, meaning he scored uh, 44 of his 88 FPL points this season since the Premier League restarted at Christmas. And if you're a form chaser, this is the guy to have top of your waiver list this week. But I would be concerned that the purple patch may be coming to an end. Ignoring form, Brighton have a very favourable run of fixtures as they face five bottom half teams in their next seven before a tricky end of season run through April and May. So if he is available, I think you probably do have to go for him. Into the strikers then. We all love a new striker in January. Um, Let's start with the glitzy one, which is Xiao Felix for Chelsea. I've had to rewrite this bit following his debut performance. Up to the red card though, Uh, The performance from Felix was exactly what Cynics, myself included, felt we would see. Lots of very tidy build-up play, dangerous positions, but lacking the killer instinct in front of goal that we want to see in order to get FPL points. Um, Stats from the last few years in La Liga haven't been spectacular, averaging a return roughly one in two games. He missed their win over um, Palace and will miss the next two versus Liverpool and Fulham because of that red card not the worst games to miss and he will be available again for their trip to West Ham in game week 23, meaning we'll have him for 16 more fixtures to see if he can climb out of the minus FPL points hole and obviously get Chelsea higher up the table. The positives are that he linked up very well with his teammates despite barely having had a chance to train with them and come game week 23 should be more comfortable in his surroundings. He almost certainly will be the most transferred waiver in this week, but there is uh, possibly one rival waiver to consider that I will come on to next. And that is Vuk Horse for United. A bit of a Marmite signing depending on who you speak to. Those who love him will probably be United fans um, and those who don't anybody else you wonder if this is the final insult to uh, Cristiano Ronaldo being replaced by him uh, we're obviously familiar with what he can bring due to his stint at burnley last year um he scored 2 and assisted 3 in 20 appearances which obviously wasn't enough to keep burnley up but you know i think 20 games at burnley is no way to judge any striker who has obviously been a competent goal scorer in other top leagues in europe the supporting cast he will find himself with now is the best he'll have ever played with. Rashford, Anthony, Bruno, Ericsson, um, etc. Plenty of creativity, crossing ability and set-piece threats. Martial remains a constant injury annoyance for United and it's hard to see his career United beyond this season now given his reliability issues. Things just seem to be stalling. Many will be looking at Veghurst this week and debating whether he's worth picking up over Jao Felix, who comes with a couple of weeks built in on the bench. Felix is clearly the shiny pick that will make you feel good when you look down at your squad, but Weghorst could prove to be much more effective. And there's an interesting narrative to follow from this point onwards to see which of these two actually end up with the most FPL points come game week 38. Given the fact we are yet to even conclude game week 20, I expect we'll see Veghurst tonight Um, given Martial is injured against Crystal Palace. uh, And if he scores in that game, the cat will be well and truly out of the bag. Next is Rutter for Leeds. New record signing for Leeds, 35 million from Hoffenheim. 20-year-old French striker, already has 57 Bundesliga appearances, scoring 11 and assisting six, which shows the potential that they've paid for. I don't think he's one to rush for this season with the options ahead of him. But similar to some of the others, the fee itself will apply some pressure um, to get him tested in the Premier League sooner rather than later. And then finally, uh, a player who's emerged over the last few weeks but isn't exactly a new signing is Ferguson for Brighton, one of several young players to emerge since the Premier League resumed after the World Cup. And I do wonder if the World Cup has had something to do with that Um, obviously all the senior players away meant more of the reserves having to step up and join first team training so plenty of opportunities to impress their managers and in his last three games he's got two goals and two assists And I think given that form he will certainly continue to start a few more they've got Leicester Bournemouth Palace and Fulham in their next four which is a great run for any prospective striker that you might be looking at a couple of hidden gems to uh, mention. One is Hennessy, goalkeeper for Nottingham Forest. Um, Dean Henderson sounds like he's going to be out for up to six weeks with a thigh injury. And if you just look at their next three games, Bournemouth away, Leeds at home and Fulham away. Not the worst three fixtures on paper for a keeper. One definitely to go for if you're in one of the larger leagues and one of your keepers doesn't play. Um, I think Hennessy is one to grab. The other one to mention is William for Fulham. Now, he's starting to look like the Willian from a few years ago, all of a sudden. The next two games are Spurs, who he loves to score against, and Chelsea, who we've just seen him score against last week. Um, and for those in larger leagues, not a bad punt if you're in need of a playing mid. My most hidden gem pick this week is Levi Colwell for Brighton, who they signed um, from Chelsea as part, I don't know if it was necessarily part of, I can't remember now, of that uh, Cucurella deal. Um, who's just quietly slotted in to the starting 11. He's now started five games in a row, got his first clean sheet in that win against uh, Liverpool, um, and he's keeping some of the more experienced players out of the team. So I think he'll be set to continue. His ownership is minuscule, so it's less than 10% in 16-team leagues. And given the fixtures that I just mentioned for Ferguson, um, so Leicester away, Bournemouth at home, Palace away, Fulham at home, Newcastle away, West Ham at home, Leeds away, Absolutely cracking set of fixtures there um, going into March. Um, And if you're in a 16 team league, someone like him is absolute gold dust. So that's it for this episode. Uh, A reminder the waiver deadline this week is on Friday morning, 11am UK time, ahead of a normal weekend of fixtures, starting with Liverpool Chelsea Saturday lunchtime and finishing with Fulham against Spurs on Monday night football. If you're a new listener make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on any future episodes as they appear. Um, We'll have the normal gaming preview next week and then after that we'll have to be doing a a bit of a January roundup with all the new signings and also a full rankings update which will be in full on draftfc.co.uk and if you don't currently have access to that as I said new customers can sign up for a one month free trial and access to those draft rankings are included. If you need to reach out Uh, Best place is to follow us on Twitter at Draft underscore FC. Um, You'll also be able to keep up to date with the comings and goings at Draft FC from that feed, but it's probably the easiest way to DM us for any questions about the site, uh, the pod or your draft team. Best of luck ahead of game week 21. We're still not quite at the halfway mark yet because every team hasn't played their 19 games. So plenty of time to turn your season around if you're struggling plenty of shiny new toys on the waiver list if you have been near the bottom and until next time stay shook